Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Tailboard Misfits Podcast. I'm your host, Heath Meredith. I'm joined with my co-host, Gunnar Michelli. Hey guys, what's up? All right, everybody. Well, uh, as we alluded in the last uh, episode, we are uh, continuing on. We're basically going to be starting a little bit of a series. Um, so y'all kind of bear with us. All this stuff, we're, we're kind of trying to put it all together and, and really get super in-depth on, on the details and everything that that we're trying to um, to get across. So this is a building process, um, but we uh, we really hope y'all enjoy it uh, as much as you have all the other episodes. Uh, we've been getting a you know a ton of feedback and, and lots of love mm-hmm. on everything we've had to say. Um, it's been it's been pretty cool to hear from from all over the country, different states, even even a couple other different countries. People are are listening and um, giving us awesome feedback and. Um, you know, we continue to encourage that. Shoot us a message on Facebook. Um, we're pretty good about responding to those, answering some questions. Um, if there's stuff, you know, scenarios and everything that y'all gone through your department on any of the topics that we've covered, um, hell, you can shoot us the story. Yeah. And uh, if you want us to talk about it, you know, on air and give give our rundown and give our opinions on it, we can. If not, then we can just shoot you, you know, an answer for what we personally feel directly just over um, over Messenger. Um, but other than that, yeah, y'all just continue to share share the Facebook page, share the Instagram page, check out the website. Um, of course, share the podcast because we're on uh, we're on Apple, um, Spotify, and Google Podcasts at this time. So we're growing, we're getting bigger. Um, the growth has been phenomenal. Yeah, the last two weeks we've literally exploded. Mm-hmm. So um, we're getting getting as much content as we can out there. Um, you know, we, we joke that we do this shit for a living, but we really do, so our schedules mm-hmm. don't always line up. So we've been having to try to balance that of, of our shift times and everything, get in here and, and record some shows for y'all and cover different topics and stuff. But um, one of the main things that's been on Gunner and I's heart from the start of this has been um, wanting to discuss uh, manhood. Yeah. And, you know, it's still a, a, the large demographic in the fire service is men. Um, you ladies, there's some of y'all out there that's, that's seriously kicking some ass, and we recognize that. Um, and we do have have future plans. We're going to bring on some guests, uh, some ladies that we know that can can put some perspective on on successful firefighters that happen to be female. Um, but for this current moment, the, uh, the main thing that Gunner and I can address is uh, men in the fire service. So that this next few episodes, we don't have an actual number on it yet because we keep having more and more ideas pop in our minds. So it's going to be basically. Um, until we run out of ideas, we're just going to run this series out. Um, so we can't really put a number on how many episodes it's going to be. But uh, we're going to discuss things that really and truly um, we feel are super important. Um, super important for society as a whole, but primarily the fire service is, is really under attack. We, um, we have our generation as well as those coming after us. We've been raised differently. We were taught differently. We think differently. Um, everything than those before us. Now we have to, uh, you know, at heart we need to honor and cherish those that came before us. Honor the tradition. Honor the brotherhood. Keep all that kind of stuff flowing. But the reality is, um, our generation is different. Um, some of the way the things that the boomers and, and those, the baby boomers and stuff, they, they think and they operate, the way they do business and all that is not exactly how shit is now. Mm-hmm. And we recognize that. Um, but all in all, the 
overall mentality mindset those type of people that are attracted to the fire service men and women are usually uh, of the alpha sort um, it's a very <laughs> alpha personality driven field um, you pretty much have to be to be willing to to do the job to the full extent to be willing to you know put your life on the line and and push to the level that sometimes it takes that takes a certain kind of person um, and we're getting to a point in society where some of those traits um, are still demanded. Some traits of, of being a really strong man and and, uh, and comfortable in your manhood are, are highly demanded, but they're not necessarily taught. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of a lot of the school systems, a lot of parenting, a lot of um, coaches and sports. I mean, just everything is on a completely different level than it's really ever been, and. Not saying that that's wrong, but there is still certain certain things that can't be lost in translation. Yeah. So that's what our um, that's what our plan is for the next few episodes is to address some of those issues, give you our perspective on what we view things as being successful um, in the fire service and you know in life uh, of being being a successful man. Um. We, uh, we know that some of this stuff is not always necessarily popular. We know some of the stuff is, that we're going to talk about may not necessarily be legal, you know, um, or in order for someone in a professional field, in a business, to be able to say to another individual and not end up in court is what we mean. Um, that's just reality of it, but we're not bound by any constraints of policies or employment laws, so we're going to just tell people how it is. Um, and we hope that everybody is, is really receptive to that. Um, like we said, you know, we love to we love to get some feedback in and questions and stuff. Um, any younger listeners, older in- listeners, anybody that really has a question wants to know what our perspective is on some of the topics that we we're talking about in this series or any of it. We really do encourage the uh, the interaction, um, and we hope everybody listens with a with an open mind. Yep, absolutely, man. It's it's something we cherish so much, and it's honestly. Uh, the fire service is starting to change and uh this is the generation that's coming in and i want to say it's getting soft i don't want to say it's getting soft but it is getting soft and it's the same thing in the military and uh, i think it's just a lack of education of why these are going on because people aren't getting the experiences you know that the past generations had uh we're raised a little bit differently you know we're in a demographic so we're still working growing up probably since the age of eight, six, I was right on the tractor, you know, <laughs> yeah. mowing the yard and stuff like that. So not everyone has that uh, opportunity and more experience. So that's where we're trying to hit home with this, you know. And hopefully you like it, you know. I hope you do value uh, the same things we do because it's kind of what our brand is based off of. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we uh, we understand not everybody was raised like we are is what Gunner's getting at. You know, we were raised in the country. Um, usually people raised in the country are exposed to hard work and, and hard times a lot quicker than, than some others. And um, that's just a fact of life for who we are, where we come from. But at the end of the day, when we're all living in a fire station together, uh, everybody's backgrounds end up having to come together. Um, you know, we've, we've just spent the last shit over two years as a full country and as a society of complete confusion, uh, complete distrust, no one really knows uh, who to believe, what to believe. Um, you know, and, and basically what we're getting at is, is the entire corona pandemic um, that has rocked our country but has also rocked our field. 
I mean, just as, as fire departments, you're seeing um, tons and tons and tons of people that um, got exposed to all kinds of different aspects as far as on the EMS side, fire side. Uh, and it's just changed a lot of the dynamic. The medical field has changed. Nursing has changed. Uh, we've gone through a rapid amount of change and, and growth or regression. We, we don't really know yet as far as as a society um, through the last two to three years. And ultimately what, uh, what Gunnar and I really agree and believe on is uh, if there had been a lot different style of leadership, no one can stop a, uh, you know, a mass sickness or disease or anything like that. that that's a totally different ballgame. We're not going to really get into that right now. But what we can talk about is you don't have to, um, you don't have to agree with everything. Uh, there's certain there's certain aspects of, of entirely everything that's going on, uh, no matter which direction that you believe. Um, but putting your head in the sand, and just acting like stuff isn't isn't happening, um, is not the answer. And what both and I we both agree on. Um, and ultimately, that all comes back to men. Um, men still do run this country. Men still run the world. Uh, the United States as a whole is very proactive and in the attempt of being fair for men and women a lot of uh, equality that no other countries will even recognize um, there's just still there's certain things especially in the fire service um, that are dictated by by what men are willing to do and not do mm-hmm. um, and with that being said that's why the importance of the characteristics of those men is so important because you know they get into the position where they're chief they get into the position where they're you know battalion chief district chief everything like that their decisions affect everyone in the entire department men and women um you know women that become fire chiefs their decisions become and so the decisions that they make off the characteristics and the things that they believe in the life that they live ends up affecting everyone in the spectrum everyone's lives everybody's family um, and that's really that's where Gunner and I's passion is, and that's why we started this tailboard misfits uh, movement. You know, podcast, apparel, everything is because we really want the characteristics and the traits and everything that it is um, involved with our entire brand to be of good moral character, um, of strong moral character and to move in that direction where you're truly driven by honor, integrity, honesty, all that kind of stuff. And for us, um, just looking around, that really, that really does begin at, at what it means to be a man um, in this field. So, uh, like I said, we, uh, we're going to start, start this series and, and get going on everything. And um, so, first right out of the bag, Gunnar, I'll let you touch on the first topic that's Strong to you. So, I mean, it goes down to the personality of the person. and But for us, you know, manhood is all characteristic driven, you know, and what you stand for. And, uh, and so I do, there's a few things that I believe, you know, that I, every man should have is, you know, integrity, accountability, ownership, you know, compassion, love, you know, for every aspect that they do. But... Um, even going down to the small things of like or big things to me is like respect you know 
because men are driven by respect. So if I can give an example, you know, is something that I see now is that, you know, younger kids and guys don't know how to shake hands. They don't know when a man walks in the building, you don't, you stand up and you shake his hand and you look him right in the eyes. And, you know, and I'm starting to see that, you know, it's just, there's no interaction. I don't know if people are too scared to shake somebody's hand or I don't know, I really don't know what their thinking is, but I was raised and taught, you know, when another man walks in that room, you stand up and shake his hand. That's a sign of respect, you know. And um, and that's really kind of the example that I can give and kind of the direction that we're going. And, you know, there's several different topics we're going to talk about as far as how you should handle your marriage and or how we think you should handle your marriage and uh, and how you handle your life and how you treat others. But it's and also when you experience conflict on how you're going to react to it. And so those are a lot of things that we're going to talk about in this series. But, you know... Heath, whenever you when you go and talk to a man, or you go your first encounter with another man, what is your kind of your process of meeting that man? Uh, I mean, it's the same for me. Yeah, you're always you shaking hands right out of the gate. I mean, yeah, that's that's the conversation starter. Uh, that's the introduction, um, and then really that kind of lets you know, really and truly, how that person shakes your hand. Mm-hmm. That lets you know what kind of person they are. Yeah, um, it, it's a lot of body language that goes with that. Um, there's a lot of science and stuff behind that that um, completely backs that up. You know, just even to the direction someone has their hand whenever they're, you know, the angle that they're coming at you with. Everything is written in that of what they think about you or what they think about mm-hmm. themselves. So yeah, for someone to not even to not even know that when you're dealing with with another person or another man that that's a uh, you know that's the starting line yeah exactly it will let your first encounter with the person you know you know first impressions are everything yeah you know <laughs> because i mean because i mean we go back and talk about you know what we think good manhood is and to me uh you know going back to having a lot of respect for people you know and having a lot of respect for everybody not just men you know shaking the hand is you know a part of that then it goes on to you know having a backbone Standing up for what you believe in. If you shake another man's hand, you know, and you're like you're very firm with it, that shows that you know, like, you know, he's a, I don't know, I don't know how to articulate that. It just, it's just like a weird unwritten rule or a, you know body language that shows you that you're kind of a dominant, not a dominant person, but you're just yeah assertive. Yeah, assertive. Yeah, what it's, uh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, that's honestly. Uh, I know you have your your topics that you want to discuss when it comes to this entire series, but for me, that's literally one of my biggest biggest things I look around and see with with men all over is a uh, complete inadequacy of spine. Um, we've alluded to a little bit, and you know some of the other former podcasts talking about officers uh, and or chiefs and stuff, and and you know kind of catering to different aspects that maybe they don't necessarily agree in or, or basically, you know, uh, made the comment kissing the chief's ass, stuff like that. Um, I see it very, very often, not just in the fire service, which is is basically what our lives are wrapped around uh, as far as our careers and everything, but you just see men that are completely unwilling to stand up for themselves, completely unwilling to say no. Uh, you know, one of the 
the um, memes that I put out for the Tailboard Misfits Facebook was it's okay to say no um, on all aspects. You don't if you don't have the time. Somebody calls you to go. Hey, I need you to come over, not just in the fire service, but at home. Hey, I need you to come over here and do this. And you don't have the time because you're, you know, spending time with your family or your kids or so. You already have enough on your plate. It's okay to say no. You do not have to please everyone. No. You do not. Um, you can say no. And, you know, a lot of this stuff going back to, to the country, because I've been very passionate and very vocal this entire time during this corona pandemic, a lot of the things, the, the suffering that we're going through financially now could have been 100% avoided had men stepped up and said no um, to multiple different levels of everything. I'm not going to get in deep on the politics side, but you can't just go your entire life trying to please everybody. You can't go your entire life of just bending in any whim. You have to have a backbone and you have to have a spine. And sometimes that's not the popular answer. No. Sometimes it's going to get you fucking hated. Sometimes at a fire department, you're going to be labeled as a fucking problem child. All because you're you're not you're not going to break who you are. You're not going to bend who you are. You're confident in yourself to say no. No, I don't agree with that shit. Now, are there times that that's not okay? Yes, absolutely. You know, if you're in an emergency situation and the captain or the chief is giving you a direct order to go do A, B, and C, whatever in a command situation, that's not the time I'm talking about. We're not talking about tactics. We're not talking about emergency scenes. We are specifically talking about your day-to-day, -day, how you conduct yourself, how you walk down the street, how you walk in a fire station. You have to be able to say no. When things are, are completely immoral, and I don't care where you are at this point in time in the fire service, you're seeing it. Um, the amazing feedback we've been getting from people all across the country, y'all are all seeing it. Everyone is seeing it. Gunner and I are just going to be the ones to fucking say it. We'll step up. I don't give a shit. Uh, I've been stepping up my whole damn career. I've you know, been jumping on grenades from motherfuckers my entire career. And that's why I am where I am. Could I be a chief somewhere? Yes, I could. I know deep down I could. I have the education. I have the experience. I could be. But I've jumped on grenades my entire career, and I'm perfectly okay with that. I'm confident in myself. I go home. I look my wife in the eyes. I look my kid in the, in the eyes. They all know exactly who I am. Mm -hmm. I don't waver. I'm the same person at home that I am at the station, the same person I am at the fucking grocery store. If you know me, you know I don't change. And that's what every man needs. That's oh, who you are. You're yes. the same everywhere. Man, you're preaching to the choir over here, man. Because, and that's the thing, man. People try to please everybody, and they try to, you know, and I think there's a lot of corruption that, that's also involved in this. But if you're part of this corruption, it means you're not a man because you're not standing what, even though you're not standing up for what you believe, you know, but, you know, as a scenario, you've been in over, you, the chief might tell you something, you might not agree with it, he might be telling you to run somebody off, and you know the guy's a good guy, but he just had a few mistakes. Or he's a man, and he vocalizes that, Hey, I don't want to do this. Right, this is not right. And he gives the chief a little pushback. Chief now hates him. Now you, he hires this guy to go get that guy fired. Mm -hmm. That middleman guy. I mean, what you do in that situation, what you do in that scenario, makes you, and yep. that is who you are. That's who you are. And, and you know, in the last episode, we we harped really hard on reputation. Um, I'm okay having the reputation of, well, you know. 
he wouldn't take any shit. Uh, I, I've been told multiple times, um, and I kind of pride myself on it, and it's just a fact of life. Um, I've been told multiple times by multiple different ranks of people, man, you're the realest motherfucker I ever met. You're the realest motherfucker. And I, I love that shit. I mean, I, I fucking love it because that's that's that makes me feel good in my soul to know that when someone comes to me and they ask for an answer to a question, they know they're getting the truth. Hell, my own mama, I hurt her feelings last night because she called me about some family stuff going on and I gave her a truthful answer. And she said, well, I should have known I wasn't going to get any sympathy from you. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, this constant need to cater and make other people happy and give them the answers that, that you think they want to hear, you're not getting anywhere by doing that. No. You're not getting anywhere by by trying to appease people. Um, and to me, a strong man is someone that's that's willing to just stand true, hard in their feet because it goes back to all right so you want to try to make people happy you know if you're not going to have a backbone you're not going to stand up for what's wrong you're not going to stand up for what you believe to be right or anything like that okay so you you know you and your wife and your kids are at the fucking grocery store and some dude's going to come over there and and try to kidnap your wife you're just going to fucking stand there are you going to stand up that's a drastic example but if you live your entire life not willing to stand up for anything, what changes it at that point? Exactly. I mean, that's that's the the real evil. You know, that's the real oh shit, as bad as it can get. But how are you supposed to... You can't say the little no's or stand up for yourself just the little bits between here and there. How are... We're getting a little bit of thunder, folks. Mm, yeah. But uh, we're getting hit pretty good with a, a little tropical storm blowing in right now coming off the Gulf. But um, uh, that's my whole thing on that is is you can't go – that's it's like trying to be you know, a day one rookie that doesn't even know his truck that, that's brand new to try to go to running and commanding a large major commercial fire. That's a huge gap. Where you you don't have any of the training, you don't have any of the discipline, you don't have any of the knowledge and experience between those two things. It's no different. Where if you're not willing to say no to someone cussing you out at work or someone treating you like shit at work, if you can't say no to that, like, hey, I'll play by all your rules, but you're not going to talk to me like this. I'm grown, you're grown, you're not going to talk to me like this. If you can't do that little step... To go ahead and stop that, then how the hell are you going to handle someone trying to steal your wife or steal your kids at the grocery store? You know, I, I joke all the time, uh, and it may be true. I don't know. I, I can't say what you know the plans for the good Lord are all the time. But I say all the time the reason why I've been blessed or cursed, depending on the day, with five little girls now is because He knows I can take care of five little girls. Come hell or high water, and if anything does bad happen, holy shit, it's coming. Uh, I, I'm going to fuck up some shit if anybody hurts one of my little girls. Fuck it mm-hmm. up. And anybody attached to it. So I think maybe that's why, you know, I've been blessed with the way that I have to be put in this position. But if your entire life you're not willing to stand up for anything, you're, you're just, you can't even protect those loved ones closest to you. And yet you're signing up to be a fireman and you're supposed to be out here protecting the community. And protecting your, you know, your brothers and sisters next to you on the truck. How? How? I mean, I just don't see how someone in their right mind can think that that's okay. And that goes even as far as, you know, selling your soul for a fucking promotion. 
that promotion's not everything. Getting that little bit of extra money, $1,000, $9,000, whatever, that's not worth you selling your soul, completely losing your spine, being unwilling to stand up for anything just to get a promotion. No, and people don't have that perspective. And that's why we're doing this. If they go in the perspective of knowing this, like, money isn't everything, and they go in there knowing, like, my reputation and how I hold myself and all these different characteristics mean something to you, you know, I, th- I think they would change it. But apparently some of these people just can't get it. No. They don't care. It's either they don't care or they just already fucking give up on themselves or not. But I couldn't live my days. Or they're no, living I, fake. Yeah. A lot of people are living fake as shit. They're living fake as shit. No, I believe that. And I just I know the day that I died, you know, I'd be laying on my dead deathbed probably with a gunshot to my chest. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to be there thinking, you know what, fuck, dude. I was a fucking spineless motherfucker. Or worried yeah. about what your family and friends yeah. think of you. Yeah, exactly. You know, and like, or knowing that, it, dude, I don't know. It, to me, the, the, like, it really fucks me up. Really oh, I, I completely understand. I mean, it really, like, I, and I know deep down, like, in, I don't ever have to worry about what, I know what my family thinks of me. Yeah. I know what, what my kids and my wife think of me. They know who I am. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if I was one of these guys, like some chiefs out here, where they're, they're a different person at work because they literally, they're, they're so spineless and so cowardly just to keep a job that I don't know how they go home and face their kids at night. You can't go home and, you know, be Superman, super dad. Mm-hmm. And, but, I mean, that would have to eat you alive. And all it would take, all it takes is just saying no. Just start. Start with just saying no. And that little thing progresses into a lot more. Um, You know, you just, at the station, at a fire station, there's so many different aspects of everything. We know that. We're realistic. We know all the dynamics that are going on within a station. Um, Some of it's right. Some of it's not right. But that's literally what we're here to talk about and discuss. Um, I know countless people that were unwilling to stand up or did stand up and it went bad for them. But what makes you, what what would make you be able to go home and lay your head down on your pillow and go to bed better night, knowing that you got run off because you stood up for yourself against a corrupt group of people or a shitty people, you know, whatever, however you want to title it, I don't give a damn. Um, or to know that you kissed ass, you sold yourself out, and then you ended up still losing your job down the line because someone else came in and took that position, took that chief's role, whatever. And they were a different person. And they're like, oh, yeah, we heard about you. <laughs> All right, well, there's the fucking door. See, I'd fucking kill myself. There's <laughs> no way I could fucking live with that. No. Me either. I mean, me either. Um but I just know, and you know, that there's countless people out there that are like that, and they're just going to eventually have to look in the and look in the mirror, um, and figure out what it is they want because they can't call themselves a man. No, I mean you really can't. You you look in in history, any powerful group of people, you know, everybody loved the Spartans, everybody loves the Romans, everybody, all these, you know, amazing, amazing empires and groups of people they didn't always do everything 100% perfectly but but the characteristics of them it was taught generation upon generation upon generation 
of this is what it means, you know, when you come into boyhood and then adolescence and all this shit, they they trained your ass. Whether you were out there learning how to be a warrior, hunter, gatherer, um, just all those different aspects. And now we've come into a society where, no, we're not having to hunt for our food. We got fucking DoorDash. Uh, you're not having to sword fight or whatever it is out here to try to survive. You're not having to do that now. So we're able to, we have a lot more, our lives are a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Hell, we don't even have to go hunt water. No. We're, we're really one of the first societies in human history that doesn't necessarily have to hunt water on a daily basis. So we're really pretty spoiled and pretty privileged. Um, but that has a, a side effect to it. We're not, what you were alluding to earlier, we are getting softer. There's no doubt we're getting softer. Um, and it's showing in a lot of health problems. I mean, mm-hmm. all that. And that's stuff that we're going to totally build upon in this. But, um, you know, being a man, the big popular thing right now on, on all your social media and stuff is a man is someone with a fucking beard and tattoos. Okay, well, the sad thing about it is we can't have beards because we're going to wear fucking SBAs. So yeah. we can't have a damn beard. Um, we Some places, of course, can have tattoos. But that is not the definition of a man. Um, it's all where you morally stand. Yeah. You know, and doing what's right. At the end of the day, is if you do what's right. And so we, we're really, we're, you know, we believe in God, we believe in Jesus. So we, a lot of our values are based off the Bible, you know. And shit, we cuss, we do everything else. You know, we're probably a little hypocritish. <laughs> well, we're not perfect. We're not perfect. We're not perfect you by know? any means. That's, but, yeah. But our values are based on doing what's right. And, you know, and. We try to translate that into the fire service of what we do every day in every aspect of how we treat our families and stuff. But if you can't take up for your family at the fire station, how are you how are you gonna take up for your family at home? You know, what exactly. if you know your wife's gone through some stuff at work or you know, she's got family problems or something that's going on and people's talking down to her, you just gonna let people talk down to her? Oh fuck no, dude. We're fuck fucking man. ramming my truck through whatever fucking thing we got. <laughs> and that's yeah, that's the the one of the biggest things that we're we're wanting to talk about is um, is the things that we know we fucked up on. Mm-hmm. You know, Gunner and I, we're, we're, there's a good age separation between us, but the things that we're saying, we're not just talking out of our ass. These yeah. are things we've lived or people directly close to us have lived. I was a little rowdy. Shit. <laughs> You're <That's> rowdy too. <laughs> That's an understatement. I mean, I fucked up a lot. Mm-hmm. I fucked up a lot of shit. I did um, I, You know, I haven't been perfect in all these aspects of everything we're going to do. These are hard lessons learned that we want to pass on um, to the next generation and the next generation um, because you don't we don't have the time for y'all to go learn that shit right now especially in the fire service there's not time everyone is younger and if everyone is a fuck up who the hell is going to run the show and then you're going to run it straight into the ground Um, or we're going to let these these guys that have no business being in the swivel chair take over which is essentially what we're looking at at a lot of places right now um, the good badass firefighters badass captains and shit they didn't want to step up and play the quote unquote politics to be a chief so we allowed people that are not a strong moral character because if they were strong moral character they would be like man I don't want that position because I don't have enough experience mm-hmm. I haven't been a firefighter long enough to be a chief that would be what somebody with a good moral compass and a strong character and a strong backbone and honest with themselves would say, shit, I haven't been doing this long enough to be a chief. But they don't. 
because they don't have that. They're not a strong man. They're not a good man. They're out for themselves. They're out for whatever they can get, whether it be monetary-wise, power-wise, any of that shit. That's what they're after. So we are, are going to make a, a strong push to try to coach that for the next generation on the things that, that we haven't done right, that we fucked up on, that we've learned hard from, and push that on and take all these examples so the next generation of chiefs and officers and all these people coming in have a strong moral compass, have a backbone, um, are good, strong men and women um, that can take those roles and move on. And then that will progress us as, as an industry, as a business, in a good, healthy direction. And if you're doing that stuff at the station and you're handling your work life that way, it's naturally going to affect your home life in that way. And that brings along the whole damn society. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, all these characteristics uh, radiate. People radiate what other people do. You know, like if you're around a group of vigils that sit there and smoke crack all damn day, you probably don't start smoking crack all damn day. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're going to act like them, you're going to talk like them. It's just the way the humans are designed. Yep. And you know it. But if you have, you know, with good leadership and he's very strong in his moral character and stuff like that, if he radiates that, his crew's going to radiate that. Mm-hmm. You know, even if the new firefighter, you know, if he's a very, very, very strong man or moral character based guy, he's going to raid off to the other crew, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's not just a one way street. But um, that's very important, you know, because that's what we're trying to spread, not COVID, but we're trying to spread a plague of good manhood, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. But it's so important. We can't stress that enough. So, uh, Anyway, well, that's uh, that's the direction that we're headed for the next uh, the next few episodes, and um, uh, I'm going to try to try to keep creating change. And, and this is the best direction that we see fit. Uh, you know, we can we can talk about station life and all that kind of stuff, and we've kind of hit on that a little bit on some hot topics right out of the gate to to let everybody kind of know where we stand and what our mindset is. Um, and we're going to continue in that direction because our entire goal for this is to make make the fire service better. Um, but really before we can talk about tactics and before we can talk about um, anything station-based, we have to talk about the actual person. And, uh, and for us, that's starting with, with the actual man, with the actual, the actual firefighter, what's on the inside, what's in their heart, what's in their mind, um, all that. So that's what we're going to talk about and, and start trying to build this show in that kind of direction. So. Yeah, and some of you will probably listen to this and think that I might not be suited for this job because your morals and your standards and how you think might not relate to this. And it's okay, you know. You know, if you get your feelings hurt because you don't believe and you don't align to us, uh, you don't have to, but just give it really thought if you think some of the stuff that these guys do is okay. You know, with that till the end. No, that's all good. Um, so anyways, well, yeah, y'all, uh, y'all follow us. Um, that's going to be a wrap on this one, and, and we'll get up. Uh, on the next show we're going to start going into a little um, episode one for this series but um, y'all follow us on Facebook Instagram share the show Uh, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts Spotify and Google Podcasts now y'all check out the website Uh, the apparel is it's coming all together Uh, we're getting getting that as quick as we can Uh, we did get a, a bunch of the stuff in so we're working on on uh, completing those items and everything, getting them ready for uh, for sales. So uh, we're also working on um, on getting a few guests on here. Uh, already have some in the works. Just working on basically scheduling. 
um, you know, with everybody, everybody we're bringing on, everybody's kind of in the fire department and everybody's on different shifts and all that stuff. So, so all of you that, that are in the fire service, you understand it's, it's not always easy trying to, to bring all that together, but that's what's coming. Um, several other uh, really hot items coming. Uh, one of our guests that we are going to be bringing on is, is a tailboard misfit uh, by trait. He's a professional boxer that I used to be um, captains with. He was on another shift, and uh, Tailboard Misfits has sponsored him as one of his fight sponsors, and he just got locked into a um, scheduled fight for November. Um, so we're going to be bringing him on, getting his story and talking about everything, trying to get the, get the word out about his, uh, his current fight career that he's getting going, and um, we're going to work on all that. But um, y'all uh, go ahead and go to the website, log on, uh, uh, or go ahead and plug in your email so that you can go on. We're working on getting a uh, newsletter, letterhead stuff kind of going out where we can um, we can start sending out more information and kind of get the word out a lot more. Um, social media is not always 100% reliable. Um, you know, all you are is one one click away from an admin on a, on a forum or anything like that from, you know, getting blocked from being able to post or shadow ban, whatever you want to call it. So um, we're trying to get it where we can continue to build this brand and, and build this movement and not have to 100% rely on the social media aspect um, so y'all just help us get this information out there and uh, help us make the fire service better and and keep on keeping on. Yep, that's it. All right, well, we'll see you on the next one.